I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Cop podcast. Back norm, normal podcast now. No more fucking shitting about the. No more. I don't know what shitting about the World Cup means, but no more talking about the World Cup. Apart from the fact we're going to talk about the World Cup because uh, Romero, um, you know, he's fucking world champion. And not, not just Romero. Yeah, Juan Foyth and the Celso. The Celso, three Spurs players, or sort of tenuously linked to Spurs. Um, our World Cup winners. So uh, yeah, fuck you. We we don't need to win a trophy because our players go and do that outside of Spurs on their own. We, ne- Alex, I'm talking about Alex and Ricky boys. We never have to win a trophy as Spurs. We don't because our players can yeah, just we, go out there and win them for us. Yeah, we just outsource it like all the best businesses do. <laughs> you're not. What kind of business are you if you're not outsourcing your, your success? Exactly. Yeah, George, you, you, you want to work for the success? There's nothing. There's nothing to gain from working hard if you can outsource your success to other people like Christian Romero. Winning trophies is well beta as well. Like yeah. we don't need to do it. it like, go and, if you're going to do that, go and do it on someone else's time. Yeah, and then no, just come back and tell us what it was like. We are not interested in winning. If you're coming to Tottenham Hotspur, like the first thing I'd say if I was Conte. Actually, I would look. I look. If I was concerned, I'd look myself in the mirror and go, "Are you here to win trophies? Because if you are, you better fuck off." It's not what we do here. It's not what we do here. We make champions. We don't become champions. Um, Does Lacelso actually get a, a winner's medal? He kissed the. He kissed the trophy. He was. He, he he got to hold it. Why shouldn't he have a medal? Well, I don't know. I, I saw uh, Aguero had his kit on and he was kissing the trophy i also saw, saw something about uh salt bay was uh pitch side yeah, and got yeah. to hold the world cup as well he was it made a right uh, fuss i saw some posh journo tweet like how was this allowed and i was like what the fuck's it got to do with you well he's, he's an influencer he's, like, he's big time like what, what what do you want to get on the pitch martin lipton whoever it is who, who wrote the article about it <laughs> <laughs> you, you <laughs> martin ziegler yeah, right, yeah, he's just upset that he's not on the pitch. That fucking so. What can you do with a fucking pork chop? Nothing. You can write. You can write some mean words about footballers. That's what you can do. Fucking Salt Bay will fucking you know he delivers glory in the mouths of all these footballers. <laughs> and 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 so thus he deserves to be on the pitch. It was a bit weird. Like, what's he doing it? Yeah, yeah. It was a bit like. Um... Pauline Quirk popping on if England had if England had won it. Remember Pauline Quirk? <laughs> uh, is this Pauline Quirk was the Birds of the Feather? Right. Yeah. yeah, of course I do remember, yeah. <laughs> no one in, in America listen to this will, will understand what you just said. But Google Pauline Quirk. I don't even know what that means, Alex, that you've just said that. I don't know. Well just some meaningless I mean, it's just some random celebrity. Like, if someone had told me, uh, name a Tim, another Timmy Mallet, be on there. 
it would not have been, uh, you know, Salt Bay would have been the least, <laughs> not by name, many Argentinian. Uh, it would have been good if he yeah. did the, the the actual salt elbow onto the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. Everyone would have been like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Doesn't matter, mate. I'm salting it up for you. <laughs> that should definitely have happened. When you, when you when you kiss this World Cup, it's going to taste ream, <laughs> dashing just, salt all over the place. People just licking it, running their tongue all over the top of it. <laughs> Messi and, and Mac Allister just licking the top of the dome. Uh, Fucking Martinez. Um, uh, I've just before we sort of. You know, talk about Romero and the fact that he is a, a World Cup winner and he does belong <clears> to Tottenham Hotspur. Um, what, 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 what? Where are you at, Alex? I'm, and I'm sure I know where you're at. Where, where are you at with the antics that the Argentine players got up to? Like, kind of like the shithousery. They are the nation. That, I, I don't want to. I don't want to broad, broad stroke every Argentine human being on this planet. I just want to say that, in a footballing sense. They don't play by the rules, do they? And does that just say South American makes it more fairer? Well, all, of yeah. all of them, all of the yeah, the, the no, southern continent. I, I'm, well, I'm not sure Brazil, American... Brazil are not guilty. Peru are not guilty. I don't know. <laughs> Bolivia. I've never <laughs> seen Bolivia behave like Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah. I mean, I I love it. Uh, all the best things in the world, you know, break the rules. You know, Argentina. Uh, who else broke the rules? Touch your frost, Jack Frost. He he didn't he doesn't go by the rules, but damn it, he gets results. And look what Argentina have done. They, they've got results. You can't argue no. with the fact that Argentina behaved the way they did, and and you know they won won the World Cup. Like if it was England, not we would do that because we're like you know we play by the rules. But um, yeah, no, it was it was like it started with the Netherlands game. And um, but that was a bit. I I thought people overreacted a bit. To, like it was just a bit. You know that was a bit tasty, and the game kind of went that way. And then that's just what happens sometimes. Like you know, and they they, they do get wound. Uh, it might be the fact that they get a bit more wound up than anyone else. Uh, in there, I mean, Romero is is someone else. He I loves mean, it. He, he went into uh, <laughs> went into Larice, and then halfway through the second half on a corner, that someone's. Uh, so a French player's like headed it. He's gone out for a corner. He's gone out for a goal kick. And he's just all he's done is appealed for a corner, like every player does. He, he hasn't even done it particularly aggressively. He just put his kind of hand in the air and looked at the ref. Romero, who was nowhere near him, just kind of barges over and is in his face screaming at him, but it wasn't a corner. And the bloke was like, "Oh, you know, I only asked." Yeah, and, and the bloke looked at him <laughs> like he was like insane. Wasn't it? And yeah. then it just—I I think I guess it's, it's levels, isn't it? It's like you win well. But it does—it does have an effect. You look at what yeah. um, Martinez was doing at the, in the penalty kicks, and and what it does do is it, it it gets other teams wound up as well. And then it's about well, can they handle that? They don't just have to beat us on the pitch, but can they can they keep their cool and not get drawn into what we're going to try and draw them into? And most of the time, people can't. I saw it's, you know I saw a gooner on Twitter saying. Um, one one World Cup winning keeper played for Arsenal. One didn't. So they're claiming Martinez. He played eleven games for for Arsenal before him selling to Villa. They're claiming claiming him. Mm. Um, Romero was uh, it was it was uh, you know antics aside, and and even part of it like the, the screaming in, in Mbappe's face, uh, which a lot of Spurs fans claim to be like as rep- retribution for Harry Kane. Um, yeah. Uh, he, 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 we tweeted it and it sort of went viral to some degree but yeah, it was you don't hate it when it's your player you hate it when it's when it isn't and 
How's, how, Ricky, how do you feel about like Spurs fans, and, we, and we've done it as well on, on on our Twitter and stuff, like sort of claiming victory because one of your players wins a World Cup, and it's almost like, well, that's a little bit Tottenham, but Spurs have been a part, big part of that. Well, you know, Juan Foyth and uh, Lacelso, massive part of uh, Argentina, and even Poch and you know Ozzy Ardiles and Ricky Villa, and like, we, we they all, it's almost half Spurs. But what would, would, do you do? You think it's a little bit lot muggy to claim victory about, you know, celebrating Romero lifting the trophy. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's uh, muggy to celebrate uh, one of your players uh, lifting probably the world. Well, it is the world's most prestigious trophy and tournament in football. Uh, but the the kind of um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, like that uh, Bell who who you just quoted is to say, uh, one Arsenal goalkeeper won the World Cup and the other one, you know, didn't. Whatever it was, um, I think doing and saying stuff like that is a bit. I don't know. It, it's just like like those stretches for claims just to get one a over. little bit of something in there. Yeah, I, I mean Romero, he played. Um, did he play the whole game? I yeah, think he yeah, played yeah, the whole yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, that's that's not that's not a stretch, really, isn't? And throughout the World Cup, he was um, he, he played for Argentina, so it's it's not really uh, a stretch, and you can celebrate that stuff. Uh, and the same with um, with anyone else. If if they were playing for, I don't know, uh, Morocco, and uh, Morocco performed amazingly and got really far, uh, best World Cup. And to be proud for that player uh, and for their country and know how they're feeling, it's fine to celebrate that. But it's it's just that, yeah, the, 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 what you said about the, the muggy side is just that laying claim to something that is just, mate, that is a fucking stretch. Like... I think that's that kind of stuff is 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 muggy. Can I um can I uh, shock you with some some stats? Rich? Please do. Yeah, go go. Yeah. <laughs> so Romero's Romero's performance against France: first in clearances, first in recoveries, first in headed clearances, first in accurate long passes, and first in aerial duels. If you're playing football manager, those are all good things. So that so that with those statistics, what you've just said. Uh, I am now laying claim that Romero won Argentina the World Cup. I, I think so, it's fair to say without and him, that's, that's that's not muggy. That's that's fact. I think that without him, they 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 empirical they, data. You can't argue. Can't argue with with, with facts and stats, can you, Alex? <laughs> no. Well, let's. Uh, can you argue with that? Uh, first, no, first, not. First, no, no, I'm with it. I'm with it. He's he's won that. He's he's done that. Uh, let's, let's let's let's. I just want to make sure he plays for us ever again now. Yeah, he's, he's definitely gonna. He's definitely picked up a little sort of acute sort of just hand. a little knock. He's you know, one of those just, just a little, little knock. It was a couple of weeks, couple of weeks maybe. Uh, bearing in mind, he didn't play for us for a month before going to the World Cup, <laughs> and he he's just got... played a whole tournament. <laughs> Every single fucking minute he's played. Couldn't... It's, it's going to be one. It's going to be one of those really poor excuses to phone it in and be like ringing up Conte and say look man I'd, I'd love to come back and play but I can't find my boots just don't know where they are <laughs> what it's boys, like mate boys what, what, what kind of injury would you accept right now like if it's a knock you don't accept a knock right 
But if it's no, like I a, want like a strain, a strain. Would you accept a strain? Crohn's disease or something oh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Crohn's. Would you accept oh, Crohn's? Oh god. <laughs> it's. it's it's, it's too. I don't. Uh, so Richarlison's out, and I just can't. It's, honestly, yeah, Richarlison's it, um, out. I'm sure it'll be fine. Now that this is all out of the way, now we can focus on 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 Tottenham. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, it's going to be hard though, man, because um, he's played the entire tournament. He's going to be going back to Argentina. He's going to be paraded around. They're going to be visiting loads of places. They're going to get fucking boozed up non-stop yeah. visiting all of his family and you know he has the right to to celebrate that and then when he comes back he'll be he'll need to recharge his batteries from playing for argentina he'll also he he's probably been playing throughout the world cup with an injury and, and just you and now we pay. because there's yeah exactly now we pay there, there's that de- desperation to play for your country uh, and you play through pain barrier i think it was um Richarlison, that um, what was I reading? That he did his hamstring, whatever he's injured, he did it in warm up or, or or like the first few minutes of the game, and he just played on if for. He, if he played the, enti- the entire injured, game, injured, we game. should say, "Well, you, we're yeah. not paying your wages until you're fit." Why? Why? Why do uh, we have well, to I mean, it Depends if he's scoring and stuff. If he's doing overhead kicks, you know, with a dodgy hamstring, then that's fine. I'm just saying, like, just like if you, you're right, you, you, you want, I, I get you were desperate to play for Brazil. I get it, hundred percent, get it. It's your country. Why wouldn't you? You tattooed Neymar on your back for fuck's sake. <laughs> but um, you know, if you're coming back to Spurs, like this is the reality now. This is your your nine to five. If you're injured on international duty because you knew you were playing through an injury, I'm not going to pay you. Um, did it, just, it, just, it? Just imagine that happens. They like. Like in normal day life, like you ring up your work and you say, like, oh, I can't come in. I've got tonsillitis or I've done something. And they're like, well, actually, I checked online on Sunday and, and you played for the Bucks, no, but- Bucks FC and and you scored. So if, you, if you're right to play football on the Sunday and on the Monday... You're gonna to have to come in, mate. Rick, it's like I've always gonna dock your money. It's like it's like it's like going to Tenerife on holiday and taking like the liberty out of the all inclusive. That's what it is. And then what? So because you had a great time on holiday, now what we have to pay? You're not ready for like seven weeks because you're so hungover. It's yeah, it's like having three, four days off after coming back from Tenerife. That's what it's a bit like. Um, it is a bit of a shame because I, I did kind of. In my head, in like a fantasy world, I don't know if any of you boys felt about this, but when when Charleston sort of tore it up in the group stages, the idea that Harry Kane could maybe be a ten, and Son on the left, Richarlison up top, and Kulusevski on the right—that was a kind of dream world that I created in my own head. I'm not thinking about tactics. I'm not thinking about the the weakness in the, in that system or the fact that we've got four attackers on, on the pitch. I didn't think about any of that. I was just dreaming about the potential of seeing those four players play together in the rich vein of form that Richarlison found himself in. Um, but probably... Don't know. That, that, I mean, that would be, I'd like to see that. As long as they're all, it. like, in, in, you know, they're all... Uh... <clears throat> Clicking into gear, and there's there's not we're not carrying anyone, you know. Like Sonny's out of form, and he's just there on the left, not really doing anything. Kuliseski's playing; he's got an injury. I want them all to be firing on all cylinders, and then we play all four. That'd be, be nice. Watching that would be great. Like to watch the the nerds like implode 
or if it worked, watch them do mental gymnastics to tell us how it worked. What do you mean? Who do you oh, mean? God, what, what do you mean by that. nerds? What, what do you mean? Just all of them. All of all, all of the nerds. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, Larice, <laughs> Larice got uh, he got some stick from the fr- fr- French fans, and and not not just French fans, but fans in general who who appreciate football. Apparently, he's um he's got plastic uh, wrists. Should have done better in the penalties. He, I had no faith yeah. in Lloris in that penalty shootout. Martinez, I did. He kind of wanted to be there. Lloris felt like he didn't want to be there. And I, maybe that's unfair, but do, do you kind of get what I'm, where I'm, where I'm yeah, going? Yeah, um, there was one of them I thought he could have done better with, but the rest I was a bit like, well. What, was, was, was Messi's penalty against him? Brilliant. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, unbelievable. But if Lloris had chosen the right way and he saved it, people were going, that was a terrible penalty. But it wasn't, was it? It was genius. But it's the fact that he that he didn't that you know that's kind of the point. It's a bit like he, when people look at an, something in an art gallery and go, "Well, anyone could have done that." Well, he didn't. Yeah. You know, this person did it, and that's that's the difference. Yeah, I thought it was incredible. I mean, it was just, you know, I'm not one for, you know, I know I don't give a monkeys about Messi, Ronaldo, you know, who's the greatest. It doesn't really matter. But um, watching that game was it. It was a. You know, he went, it dipped in and out of it, but the moments that he had, yeah, it was just, it's, it's, we, we watched something very special. And that's, uh, that's what World Cup should be about, really. Fuck him. Well, um, that too, yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what, Rick, what did you make of Hugo's performances through the World Cup? Um, I thought he did all right. From, from what, what, from what, what I saw, he did all right. Yeah, from what I saw, he made some great saves. There wasn't really, um, from memory, I can't remember like a huge fumble or like. Do you remember in the last World Cup, in the World Cup final, like, like he, he did something fucking mental? Yeah, exactly. So there was none of that. And when it was when it did go to penalties, I didn't really have uh, the confidence in him in comparison to uh, Martinez. But. Um, Larice, I remember him saving. Uh, was it a Bangman's penalty? So like he he can he can save Who's, penalties. So. Yeah, what did you Who's say? Really? Was it his name? Go on. A bang me ang. <laughs> a bang me ang. A bang me ang. A bang me ang. Yes. Correct. Oh, yeah. correct. Correct. Yeah. correct. I was eating. I was eating chocolate, and my lip was stuck to my teeth. Oh, Mate, <laughs> I have this all the time. All the time. And the panic I've got sometimes I do do sort of make, make content for other people and I'm talking about I have to be able to say things right now and I could easily have said a bamyang I could have done <laughs> it's hard man I had to really think about it and I still got it wrong a bamyang yeah <laughs> remember he so said be- yes. begwin begwin I mean he doesn't really deserve to have his name said properly anyway yeah, so let's not go over yeah you're right sorry Ricky sorry um, that's fine I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is The Deal each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. <laughs> uh, but uh, do, you, do, you, I mean, do, you, do you feel like this is we're coming to the end of... Hugo's reign at Tottenham as as our, our first choice goalkeeper. I mean, do, do, do any of us want to see him sign a new contract, or do we do we need to look forward? And if so, 
would Martinez buy Martinez from Villa, which is something we could achieve easily? Would that be something you'd be happy with, Al? Mm, uh, yeah, I mean, look, the first point is that we, we should be looking to, to replace Hugo now for next season. But if there isn't anyone, you know, ready to go next season, then I think he could probably do one more. Um, but that's it. You know, we don't want to be going into uh, another season after next with, with him, I don't think. So, yeah, and I'm sure this is on the club's radar already. You know, goalkeepers is very much is one of those where they're planning probably three or four ahead, you know, where they've got tabs on people that, you know, that they hope are still available at a certain time when they decide the time's right to move Larice on. Uh, Martinez is, is a good keeper, yeah. He's um, it's that's something in there, but the goalkeeper, you know, it took us, you know, we went, Brad Friedel was there, you know, before, and we knew that was kind of just a stopgap and he wasn't particularly great. You know, the last proper goalkeeper where we were all fairly confident in and was probably Paul Robinson because Gomez was never, you know, we knew that there was a big rick in him. But when Rob, when Paul Robinson was at his at his height, you know, he was someone like, you know, well, why would why would we be thinking about another goalkeeper? So sometimes these take time, you know, and we might go through two before we find the well, next. What about him though? Uh, I haven't seen enough of him really. I mean, he looks like a a, a, a decent goalkeeper and. Uh, I know that there was a lot of people that were surprised when the scum let him go. And um, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really know enough about him, but he certainly looks the part. Yeah. Just say you don't know then. Just say I don't know and let Ricky answer. I, yeah, on, I mean. On, you, you could tell us, go on, let's, because um, I remember that, that time that time you texted me when you were at Villa Park telling me all about him that time. Tell Fly what happened then. What was that? Um, no, I, what happened? He's just, he's just, he's, there was nothing. He's just, he's paying you for a fool. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's paying you for a right fool. Now that and you've taken like, it. You've taken the well, bait. No, it, sound, it sounded like great content that we could potentially produce for the lovely listeners of the Fighting Cock podcast. What Alex has done is, he's, he's backed off. He's on the ropes and he's just lashed out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and landed <laughs> a knockout blow. <laughs> uh, what I would like to say is about Lloris that he's been a magnificent servant to the club. Um, I love Larice, And when we first signed him, I actually couldn't believe that we'd signed uh, a world-class keeper like Larice, And he's been here for, is it, it's got to be 10 years now. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we are, we, we are on the, um, he, he's, He's on the downturn, I, I think. And it would only be right for us to be looking for a new goalkeeper. And I think he's uh, so much as to say that he's um, he's going to help shape, he's going to help inform to pick out the next goalkeeper to succeed him. And I think when we bought him, the way that football was kind of played back then, it was more of this sweeper keeper, high line to come rushing out and to collect the ball. Um, and now there's more of a focus on playing it out from the back. Well, I don't think Larice is. I think his kicking is fucking horrendous. If I'm honest, yeah. Um, and it, and it has seen us um, where we're kind of um, where we need to retain possession. We need to move the ball up the up the field, and he just boots it straight back to the opposing player, and then they come on on the attack again. So it's going to be. It's. I'd, I'd like to see uh, someone come in. Fairly sharpish, really. Uh, I think like his reflexes and um, his shot stopping is, is still terrific, but I think a lot of his game is, is starting to 
deteriorate. And when we're talking about um, Martinez, I mean, for starters, if you win the Golden Glove Award and the end bit of it when you're having your photo is putting it on your dick and thrusting sign him up that is a, that is what i want to see from a keeper i didn't I see, that. see I fuckery. It, was, it is I beautiful was it real was it yeah it's real no it's real he did that and, and he uh, sucked its thumb as well in another <laughs> yeah. picture like the geezer's fucking i don't know crazy. what was going on he's mad yeah he's nuts absolutely nuts and i think you know what i i, I want a bit of that and then <laughs> also bit, we'll have a bit of that down tottenham um the save that he made when it was three three yeah. um i can't like, i think second half was it second half of uh of uh the second injury time I can't remember the the French player's name, but he was uh, he was kind of clear through, yeah. And uh, Martin has spread himself and saved it with his left leg. That save was fucking insane. That was nailed on goal. Yeah. Any other time, and I, I just couldn't believe it. And when, once he made that save, in my mind, is like, you you don't make saves like that, and then your team lose because I was just that taken away, uh, blown away by it, and then. Obviously, the penalty saves, psyching the other players out. Um, Throwing the ball just, away and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, his his behaviour. I just It's those types of things that give you the edge in a game. It can either go one or two ways. Uh, it can get, you know, a blow up in your face or you could win a World Cup and he's just won his team a World Cup. So uh, the, 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 uh, the other little bit is that, you know, the stick in the throat is always going to be he's an ex-Gooner. Um, but as you mentioned before, Flav, he only played 11 games for him. It's not like he's got a, an Arsenal tattoo he or he's ten, like fucking he's mad he's Gooner years, or whatever. Went on, went on loan and um, there was apparently, um, I heard earlier today, the English FA were looking at ways for him to potentially play for England because he'd been, been there for so long. I mean, it was... He played for, I can't remember, like some really sort of unassuming clubs in England before, um, you know, coming into the four for, for Arsenal and then going to Villa and becoming the number one at Argentina. It's just unreal. He's only 30 years old as well. And and, and this is the thing is that we, we've got to place, re- replace uh, Lloris, but um, goalkeepers cost a lot of money these days. Like if you think what Chelsea have outlaid on their last two keepers, like Mendy was sort of 30, 40 million, Kepa was 70-odd. Uh, yeah, Allison, Allison, and, um, indeed, City's goalkeeper as well. Yeah, so you've got to pay, and, and, and they become important, really important parts of build-up as well, and, and controlling possession and playing out from the back has become crucial to the modern era. Um, so you need a goalkeeper that can do it, and Loris probably can't do it. Um, but it's going to take a chunk out of our transfer budget, whatever our transfer budget is going to be over the next couple of years, or. or yeah, it's, yeah. it's annoying because goalkeepers are boring as well. So boring. Uh, who, who wants to fucking sign a goalkeeper? Just have one that's good. Like, it, there's nothing better than having one that comes through the ranks. That's great because you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to buy one, and everyone goes, "Oh, great, we bought a goalkeeper." What you, <laughs> yeah, what it's not. Spend? It's not exciting. If you if you spend seventy million pound on a goalkeeper and so oh, I'd be livid. Yeah, and then, but, <laughs> but, but but how happy would you be if we spent seventy million pound on a forward? Ecstatic. Yeah, exactly. I would be yeah. fucking furious if we spent that much money on a goalkeeper. <laughs> so figure out another way. Find any other way. Just figure it out. Just have a, what. Just get a goalkeeper that's like just nearly at the end of his powers, and just buy a new one every year for like eight million quid. Just do that. Indeed. What about some of the keepers knocking about at the moment, like the uh, Brighton keeper Sanchez? 
No idea. He's, he's, he, he, he's, he's in my a head, decent keeper. I, I think he would be... He, he wouldn't cost... In my head, the world. And this might this might come across offensive, but in my head, he's five for eight. <laughs> <laughs> so don't want him. All right, that's fine. Brilliant. That's the end of that then. <laughs> <laughs> that's not as bad as what I thought he was going to say. So let's let's count our blessings. And... <laughs> Did you, what, do you do you boys want a five for eight keeper? Do you want them? Uh, Forget what I just said. Uh, I mean, there's, nothing with, there's nothing wrong with five for eight. Let's let's get that <laughs> yeah, right away. I don't want you playing in goal for Spurs, Alex. Well, I've, you asked Bardi about how I performed in water polo, and you might think different. But uh, I don't know what that means. Well, we played water polo <laughs> on his um, uh, at his after his wedding in Colombia, yeah. uh, and he was just there, goal hanging, trying to throw stuff in the goal. He didn't get past me once, and you know how competitive he is. Yeah, so you know, he's meant to be the happiest time of his life. Livid he was, absolutely <laughs> furious. You ruined his wedding by being good yeah. at water polo. Then he got upset at me because I kept trying to pull his trunks down under the water every time he went to go catch the ball. He told me off because they, they were the only pair he had. <laughs> That's that is so bardy. That is stinks of bardy. Stinks of him. Reeks of bardy. Uh, Spurs <laughs> were third uh, behind City and United as the club who contributed the most minutes from their players at the World Cup. Brilliant, lovely. I know Perisic. I mean, he didn't get to the final, but he might as well have because he played. He started in the the third place playoff. Um, two of our players had the most assists in this World Cup. Can you name them? Uh, Perisic and... Yep. Richarlison. Uh, Kane. Kane is correct. Yep. Nice. Uh, but, uh, I mean, there is there is this point that all of the players that played the World Cup would have played significantly, significantly more minutes in the Premier League during this World Cup. So I think the fallout of what might happen to Tottenham and all the other clubs involved may be felt later on in the season rather than right now. I think, I think it's just a, like the come down of it all. I think when you come out of your normal environment into a tournament environment, you know, no one's used to coming out of a tournament environment and then straight back into a really intense period of you know what the Christmas period is in the Premier League. Um, I just think there's going to be a bit, you know, it, it will take some an adjustment Again, really, I think you'll find. I think there'll be a few funny results, Boxing Day and twenty seventh. Yep. How um, do you guys think um, Son will get on after coming out? After like he's been obviously been playing for uh, South Korea, but he's still got the his uh, injury to his face. Um, do you think we'll give him any time for for more rest because well, we bet, we not he's say, playing with a mask and stuff like that? Or better do not you say think anything bad, come... bad about Son because last time we did, we got um, we got attacked by. Uh... Did we? Well, we we're not saying anything bad. We are. We're just questioning just, whether which is, which he's um, if he's ready to come back. I think yeah, what, if he's ready. Yeah, Cal said that we should potentially sell him, like maximize maximize the possible return on his sale right now and and get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Which isn't a mental statement. It uh, like that you you know you could argue it either ways. It's a topic worth discussing, but because we did discuss it, we got um, someone tweeted us saying, "I'm never listening to this podcast again." Oh, good. Um, <laughs> not good. We need the fucking listeners. It's failing. This podcast is failing. Not, we need not, the not, not that one person. That's a, <laughs> this is the type of conversation. 
we have all the time. So, yeah. you know, you just need to get used to it. Boys, we'll I'll, I'll that just, yeah, we'll all just listen to it twice. So. Are you, <laughs> yeah, are you, are, you, uh, are you boys looking forward to having Tottenham back? Because I have enjoyed yeah, this World I, Cup. I can't fucking wait. I, you, you can't, honestly, no. I, I hate international football with, with quite but, a lot of passion. But are you looking forward no to Spurs coming back, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But come on, bring it on, man. It's, it's. I mean, I don't know whether we'd be any good, but just, uh, just to have some, uh, what's the word, investment in some football again. Can't wait. What about you, Rick? Um, it's a difficult question, really. I mean, like, after watching the game yesterday, neither of them were in my fucking countries or teams. I had nothing invested, but the anxiety of watching that. Um, it was it it was it was a tough watch, and knowing like I was thinking to myself, if not Tottenham were involved in this game, or even England are involved in this t- type of game, God, man, I'd have to walk out of the pub and just not watch it. I'd, I'd have thrown my smoking area at the back. It's I'd just have, too. I, I would have thrown myself through much. my front room window. If, if Spurs were involved yeah, in that exactly. game, I would have thrown myself through the front room window. I can't cope with this. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I haven't. I didn't sign up for this. I did not you sign up. It's just too much, man. The best thing that happened to us all, really, uh, when a game like that was with the Champions League final was the fact of Liverpool getting a penalty after 30 seconds because then it was a bit like, oh, for fuck's sake. You kind of settled in then. But if that had gone, if it had still been nil-nil, like 60 minutes and you're having chances and stuff, then, yeah, I don't know what I'd have been able to do. Imagine that as as Spurs in the extra time with opportunities each way. Yeah. You're right. Like I was scre- These, like, I have no affiliation to France or Argentina. In fact, I, I wanted both of them to lose, and <laughs> and yet I was screaming every time the ball went forward. I was like, Fuck yeah! Oh my god, he's missed! And when Martinez, uh, the, uh, the Inter forward, when he he, he had a proper fifty p head moment, like. Yeah. Oh man, that was well funny. I, I thought that was in, and it just went <laughs> went completely different. Like, it just went in an opposite direction. I thought it was going to go. I just I couldn't. Like it might. And imagine being in the World Cup final and feeling that 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 was that that was that that, that header right is the type of header that if someone said I'm going to cross the ball into you, Rick, and you're going to head head this in, <laughs> no one around me, and I say, all right, then I'd close my eyes. It'd hit the top of my head. So afterwards, I'd have a headache. <laughs> And then the ball would go off exactly <laughs> like his did. He'd go up oh, like a salmon. I, I think, and I'd, and I'd be screaming at you in your face. <laughs> yeah. I, I think if I would have done it, it would have gone directly upwards. It wouldn't even gone nowhere near. Could <laughs> <laughs> directly upwards like a scud missile. Uh, <laughs> I'd have took it down on the chest, passed it to one of their team, and then just gone straight through him. This is uh, Alex from Bristol, <laughs> who thinks he would score eight goals in the Premier League if he played up top for Manchester City. Yep. <laughs> nonsense absolute fucking no. nonsense and let's not let's not have this discussion again because I think me and and uh, James Paulcart have been you know you're, we're on the same you're both here. deluded you're both we're deluded not. if you think we're you both, can score eight league goals very competent footballers You'd that be, make you know varying degrees of football content you so we be, know what we're on about you would be lost <laughs> lost on the Premier League pitch you'd be out of your de- you wouldn't even know you wouldn't even know what was going on. Like you think you could, you understand football. You ha- you don't at this level. You have no comprehension of what the game even is. I, I think you're, the lack of comprehension for the game in the first place for you to to think that. I think if you know, it's a bit like um, <laughs> so so. No no wait wait because right. it's it's a bit like uh, you know it's like any job you know some some you get plumbers. Some plumbers are like master plumbers. You know they got degree in every types of plumbing and the rest of it. they can do all sorts of stuff. So that would be but, Mbappe or Kane. Yeah, but 
I've gone to, I got my MVQ. I'm, I'm a plumber. I know more than you, right? So I, I essentially have an MVQ in football, which you don't, right? Okay. So my opinion is more than yours. All right, all right? Let, let, let me pose this to you. If Chair Devons played, got re-signed by Manchester City, would he right. score eight Premier League goals for Man City, do you think? Why have you gone for Chad Evans? I just, just I don't know why. He, he was the one that came to mind. <laughs> is it? He's the one that went straight to your head, is it? First, yes. first thing you thought of, <laughs> Chad Evans. Yeah, indeed. I think I proved what, my point. But he would he would score eight goals in the Premier League. In the Premier League, do you think? Yes. What would he score? Twelve. Uh, well, no, that's that wasn't the argument. What I'm saying is, oh, no, is, no, I'm I'm developing the yeah, argument. But we picked eight as an arbitrary. Yeah, but we picked eight. This whole argument came because eight was picked as just like of an arbitrary number. What I'm saying is, is if I think there's some people that would be able to because it's Man City and because you play every game, every minute of every game against varying levels of opposition with the amount of chances that City create and the way that they create a chance, which is a lot of balls from byline that fizz across the edge, uh, the fizz across the box, lots of tap-ins, final, final placements. Well, and you, you don't think do that you don't think that even Brentford's defenders would be able to cope with you? Yeah, I'm of course not they'd mark you out of the game. No, but they wouldn't be able to cope with the other ten who have put it on a plate. You're saying I wouldn't get. You're saying I wouldn't get five chances to to have a tap in in a year. No, you wouldn't. Every minute of every game, it's different levels. And and the I thing can't is, believe we're discussing this. I know. I love I this. This is my favorite conversation. Every, every time <laughs> Alex really defends himself, this is I'm in my element. But that um, is the argument. No, but that uh, is. I'm, I... end, I'm ending it there. If you think that someone will not get the chance to make. Five tap-ins and that they are not, you know, uh, you, uh, at least relatively competent at, at football, right? A technique, if nothing else, right? Then you're crazy. Okay, two things, two things. What, the first is that you are one part of 11 players. So you are a part of a system and you need to do everything correctly in a way that you don't have the ability to do to even get in the position to score, right? So there's that. You don't. You just don't have it because if you did, you wouldn't be selling sunglasses for a living. But you're making another argument. No, I'm not. I'm telling you the reality of this situation. The second part of it is the mental aspect. Imagine Pep Guardiola screaming in your face because you were too slow to make <laughs> make up 10 yards yeah, because Van Dijk has just glided past you. No, it's your, I'm looking at your limitations, Alex. There's no chance. I, well, I, I disagree. I would get eight, eight chances. If we're saying eight, you know, it doesn't matter what number. And you're, I would, I would get and you're scoring one if you're lucky. Game. You wouldn't score one. You wouldn't score one. It'd be, it'd well, be impossible. And I, I was going to go... say, say, let's see then, but obviously we won't. <laughs> but one, one final thing, we'll, we will move on. Um, you, uh, when I said Chet Evans would score 12, you hesitated. So your 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 ability is four goals. No, less. because I was wondering. I I was waiting for the second part. I thought there was a gag coming your, from, from your, you because that's the first person that you went to. They had this discussion. I can't remember what podcast it was on. Might have been Peter Crouch's. They had um, a lower league striker on there, and he was adamant as well uh, that, and he was like Conference League, I think. <clears throat> well, I just I just I, if it was Liverpool, no chance. If it was any other team other than Man City, I'd say I'd agree with you. But because it's Man City and the way that they create, I'm saying I get five chances that are tapping. Eight, eight, eight goals in a season for, for for Manchester City gets you another Premier League move. That's that's how that's how decent that is. Yeah, but and like I said, all the rest of them they don't play every minute of every of every game. <sighs> Unreal. Um, so boys, uh, we, 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 we we've got to go to Brentford. 
uh, on Boxing Day. Uh, how many minutes into the game against Brentford, Bricky, will be, will you be longing for the World Cup to be back? Um, well, I will just say, but even before my hesitancy of Richie being injured, uh, I believe Cess is injured. Bentancourt. Um, uh, there's yeah, the Hoybier. I think he's yellow card, so he's suspended. Sonny, no. not no. entirely sure. Hoybier's all right. Bentancourt was suspe- is suspended. Is he? Oh, is he? Oh, okay then. Come on, boys. What, what is it? Is it? Is it Hoybier or is it? I know Bentancourt is definitely suspended and injured, but Hoybier's oh. fine. Isn't he? What? I thought well, I, I I thought he uh, had his yellow suspension against uh, Brentford and he won't be able to play. And then and then Bentancur was injured anyway. Kane, his mentality, I don't know what that's going to be like. Hugo after the World Cup final, his mentality. Romero, I don't even know if he's going to be playing or if he's still going to be celebrating in Argentina still. So um, I am hesitant after reeling off those list of names. Uh, I must admit. <laughs> But um, Tottenham are back. Um, it's Boxing Day. It's always a, a good festive game, especially we're, we're normally quite good over the festive period as well. Generally, Conte would have had the boys uh, rejuvenated them from uh, where we were falling off a cliff before the games finished. Um, so yeah, I am. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm positive. Well, I, I feel good that Tottenham are back, and I'll be able to go back to. Um, Dreading the games again uh, to see w- w- who's going to turn up, but um, against Brentford, it's it's going to be tough. Can I shock tough. you? I, I was I was quite excited until Rick started talking, and now I feel like we're going to start up front with Rory Allen and Neil Fenn. Yeah, oh god, those were glory days. And Lee, <laughs> Lee, Lee Barnard, he was of that ilk, wasn't he? Lee Barnard, Pung <laughs> <laughs> um, uh Just in this calendar, no, actually, since the start of the season. Pierre-Emile Huybier has played 30 games, scored five and assisted five. He has four yellow cards. I just want to sort of correlate that to what Jesus has done. And he's also scored five and assisted five. So Huybier hmm. is a better centre forward than that Welk. Um, I'm, I'm just, uh, let's just get back into it. Let's see what happens. Look at the match. Do you know what the, the beautiful irony of being a Spurs fan is that... Um, but despite all of the players that have gone out to play at the World Cup, Jed Spence still won't get in because <laughs> Emerson Royale and Matt Doherty oh. have been training with him. <laughs> yeah, Matt Doherty's Matt Doherty is a goal machine at the minute. No, he scored two, didn't he? Really? And again the other uh, last week, I think. Do you think? Uh, do, you, yeah. do, you, do you see a change in 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 the way we were playing? Because you remember at the end of last season we were playing fantastic football. This season we haven't played brilliantly. Do you see a change in? The, 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 maybe the space of the World Cup has given us or given Conte a new perspective do you see that Alex or not or do, do you expect the same as what we've seen in the first part of the season it's uh, a good question I don't. I honestly don't know um, I'd like to think that I, I, I mean in terms of style of play I don't think anything's really going to change um, but I'd like to think that they would have sat and looked at what was happening before in terms of these really poor first half performances and at least having a, a different even maybe not a different approach but a different um set of priorities maybe when the game starts perhaps mm. i don't know i'd like to think but you'd like to think with that amount of time um 
that that's something that hopefully we can we can safely say that we won't be seeing every week now in terms of first half collapses. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, Harry Kane uh, was named as fans' player of the year. Uh, it was uh, Kulusevski and Bentancur was second. Kulusevski was third, and Hoybier was fourth. Um, what, 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 what on earth do you think is going to happen with Kane's contract? Like, what, like, is he? Uh, I just want to go over the ramifications of what might happen, but just is he when if, if he's going to sign a new contract, will he sign it at the end of the season? And if he doesn't, isn't it on Daniel Levy to make sure he's sold? Or do you just let it run out? What have you thought about it at all? Yeah, I have. I have thought about it, and each time I just kind of think he'll just sign another contract. Really, I think at the moment there's there's these kind of um, you know strong rumours, and uh, I think there's been a, a couple of uh, official people from Bayern saying. We're keeping an eye on uh, the, the Harry Kane situation. We'd love him to come and play for us and stuff like that. Um, and I think Kane will have to have that uh, that discussion, all that kind of pros and cons of what do I want to do with my career? What do I want to be known as? What you know, When I hang up my boots, am I going to be like, for, for what I've done, I, I should have been winning more trophies. And if yeah. I if that is the case, should I have gone to Bayern and and at least won the German league and cup and this and Ale- that? Alex, Alex um, would win or, the Bundesliga or... up, up front for Bayern. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to go to fucking Germany to win win that. Um, or does he does he um, does you, he Alex. stick so, it out at Tottenham? Good point. Good point. <laughs> Um, what do you think, though, Rick? I know I understand that. That's the question that everyone's going to ask him. What, what, what do you think he will do? I don't think I he think, knows yet. I, I think, I think he'll probably. Um, the, I think he'll stay within the Premier League because um, his family are very much kind of and go where. Well, that that's the thing, and then just coming on to that, um, I think that he'll kind of he he may have um, other offers. But I think I think in his heart of hearts he'll be like, if I stay at Tottenham and I keep up and playing for Conte and playing with the other players that we have, that there is a real chance that I'm going to beat Alan Shearer's record. And if if I think if he moves to another Premier League team, there's just something in me that what why upset the apple cart? You know what I mean? Just yeah. just conti- just just continue with that consistency. The environment that you know, the coaches that you know, the players that you know, the fans that you know, you know everything that is, he's in that right environment. If he went to Man City, like Pep says, I tell you what, after this year, we'll make a bid, we'll get you, we'll pay you X amount. Who's to say that he's he he'll, he'll go up there and he'll have to learn how they play, and he has his shit time. He spends some time on the bench. He gets an injury. I don't know, whatever it might be. I think he has to not, think it, really hard about what 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 he wants. And the, options, he'll, the options to him, it's not it's not Man City, is it? Because they've got Haaland, right? They can't afford two megastars. Well, they, maybe they can, but they are, can. Well, they can, but they're, 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 um, I know FFP is much maligned, but you can't just flagrantly flout it in in in, in that way. So it isn't going to be Man City. The two clubs that are being linked to Man United or Newcastle. If you're Harry Kane. 
Rick, sorry, just so you, so you can finish. If you're Harry Kane, do you choose Man United or Newcastle over Tottenham? I don't think that guarantees you anything. So you might as well just stay and not ruin your legacy, Rick. No, I mean, like, are you really going to swap Conte for um, what's his face up at Newcastle? I don't, th- I don't think you are. And uh, and they're going to be building. They're going to be, pl- they, you know, it's not going to stop at Harry Kane or, or one player. They're going to be bringing in each each transfer um, season that they're, they're going to be able to sign five players or, or however many players. There's just going to be a large turnover. It's not going to be very. A settled environment, settled team, tactics and stuff like that. So I just think, I, I just don't think he'd, he'd want to go there. And United United is a big pool and he could go there. But again, I Doesn't just... guarantee anything though, does it? No, I just, and like, you know, at the moment where United and Tottenham are, uh, you know, I'd, I'd rather stay at Tottenham. Not saying that Tottenham are a bigger club than United at all, but I'm just saying at the moment, um, I think... We're just a bit more settled, and it's a bit more exciting at Tottenham <coughs> than it is at United. Okay, on the back of that, then Al, do you want Kane to sign a new contract if it's four hundred grand a week, and it potentially impedes what we're going to do elsewhere on the, in the squad? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, he's one of the best players in the world. So why would you not want him at your club? I think, I think in terms of his contract, uh. He would have learnt lessons from what happened last time. I think if I if I was him, I would be trying to have a stronger finish to the season, sit down in the summer and go, right, you know, what are realistically what are my options in terms of achieving what I want to achieve? Is there somewhere where I could win trophies that I feel are relevant and you know that's an option? But like you say, I mean, it's not gonna be Liverpool, it's not gonna be Man City, you know, it's not gonna be Chelsea. So his options are limited. And I do feel that City was probably his his one and only chance really to to go and do to do all the things he wants to do in terms of Shearer's record, in terms of winning the Premier League and stuff. I think that's probably the only place he'll actually he would have been able to go and go and do those things. Um I just don't think those are options anymore. Uh, I think if Man City was an option this summer, I think I think it would be nailed on. But the, the fact is it's probably not. And and like Rick says, Bundesliga, I mean you know he kind of gives up Everything then to do with the Premier League record, that's that gone. It's the Spurs record gone. Um, you know, the England record he, he will break event eventually. And we know how much he is probably a bit more country over over club. And it might have been, you know, if England had won the World Cup or won the Euros, he might have been going, Well, you know what? I've done that. That's a huge thing. It doesn't matter really if I don't win another one. You know, I've always got that to hang my hat on. But um I think he'll end up staying, but I think we might get it by default. But that doesn't matter. There's loads of players that stayed at clubs by default and became legends. Who's to say Ledley King would have stayed his entire career at Tottenham if he'd have been, you know, 100% fit every week. You don't know these things. So you just enjoy. I was was having a chat with James the other day about um, what, you know, the best Premier League Spurs eleven, And I didn't put Ledley King in there. I put Alderweireld and Vertonghen in ahead of him. That's not a mad statement, is it, Rick? I don't think it's mad. I think it's wrong, but I don't think it's mad. Uh, yeah, that, that I, I said that. I said I wouldn't argue with anyone who wanted him in there, but I just think the the the, the degrees of difference is so minimal that they were equal to each. I think other. the Yan. I think out of a round, I agree with the, the Tongan one. I I not I I I'm not too sure about that. But um, yeah, it's not like mental, but 
I don't see a it's way. A debate, of not, isn't it? It's a conversation. Yeah, not having Ledley King in there. You know, part of it is you have to you have to take into consideration the player that he actually was. You know, granted, we would like to have seen it more, but the player that he actually was. Would you have him in there, Rick? Was, you know, light years ahead of Vatonga. Like, like you're saying, it's such a it is it is it's definitely um, one to have a discussion about. Um, it, it's really hard because, like you know, I'm I'm old now or uh, a, a lot older, and when I think back, my most recent memories are of Vertonghen and Alderweireld and how good how good they were in their peak as a partnership and what they both brought to the team. And then thinking even further back about Ledley, I remember the good times uh, and the st- like standout moments, but uh, for consistency and how many games they played and stuff like that, I, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough one. It is re- it's a real tough one. And then you think, for me, like Ledley, he's, he's Mr. Tottenham, isn't he? So is it my heart ruling my head of putting Ledley in there over Alderweireld or over Vertonghen I don't know it's 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 a tough one like you're saying it's not it's not a crazy call at all um but shit man who would I have fucking I'd have back three fuck it I'd have all three of them (laughs) that's it Alex if one one was to bum your mum what would you which one would you be okay most okay about (laughs) my terminally ill mum I don't know why you have to bring that up every time I cast your mum. I don't know why you have to bring up mums. It's, it's a weird thing you've got. It's uh, it's my upbringing. Uh, That's probably... my culture. So sorry, hang on a second. That's my culture. That's how uh, I identify it? my culture. <laughs> yeah, right, mum jokes. Yeah. Are, yeah. So you're what you're doing. What is from atta- being from the southwest now? That's not your culture. That's just where you've moved. You're you're attacking me for what I believe to be uh, comedic value. Well, I so believe I score eight goals for Man City, and you've attacked me. That's my culture. That's my upbringing. <laughs> It's not real like my one, though, is it? Honestly, yeah, I, I'm going to ring my dad and get him, get you to tell that to my dad, and then, then see who's who's laughing. I'd just ask him which one. If they had to bum your terminally ill mum, what which one? Fuck <laughs> well, Mate, you said it. You brought this to the party. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm jumping. You, on you it. saying it in a sentence is that can be clipped up uh, brilliantly. It's not going to um, be, though, is it? It's not going to be. Please don't know. Uh, I'd that. probably go. I think Led. I think Ledley. Had, Probably make her a cup of tea afterwards. So let's, let's go with that. Fair play. Uh, final question for the podcast this week. Uh, Zeus asks, uh, which Tottenham player do you think leaves his socks on in the bedroom? And why is it Ben Davies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a word said against Ben these days. So, um, Sorry, Alex, have you have you ever... Ha- I mean, you've had a fair bit of sex over the last 10 years. What? Um, gauche, but yeah. Have you... Are you um, I'd imagine you having your socks on a couple of times. Not not because you want them on, but just you've forgotten in the act. I've forgotten. Like a, I've had like one on. Like, uh, a, like a thick white tennis sock. Yeah, yeah, yeah white sport humor. sock, definitely. Long nail sock, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but I've had quite a few girls that have kept their socks on. Really? Yeah. Like little like ankle socks, actually. Oh. Yeah, the one girl in particular that was kind of, ab- kind of quite... Does she not have uh, tights on them? Uh, she just had well, socks no. on, like trainer socks. What's she wearing? Dunlop. Uh, no, I think they were just. I think I don't know, I think they had cats on, if I remember right. But, um... <laughs> she wore sock 
socks and trainers every time. <laughs> Com- completely naked, but insisted in socks and trainers. Like one of those, like one of those, like a razzle shoot, like where they're just like playing tennis with no clothes on. Just there is something about nineties pornography that had men with white trainers and white socks on kept on. Just take them off. Why are they on? <laughs> There's no, no, no female watching this going. Yeah, that that does it for me. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I've, I've, yeah, maybe one sock left on. I've gone and then finished. I've gone. Oh, it's annoying. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. All right, boys. That'll do. That'll do. This has been the Fight Cop Podcast. Thank you very much, Alex and Ricky. And uh, we'll be back once again next week after Christmas. Maybe maybe hey, Christmas, lads. Yeah, merry Merry Christmas. We didn't even mention Merry Christmas. The birth of fucking Christ. We've not even mentioned that. We're worried about fucking. The World Cup and World Romero Cup. and all on football coming back. And what we've forgotten to appreciate is the fact that Jesus Christ was born 2,022 years ago. <laughs> so uh, <Yeah>. enjoy it. <laughs> come on, you Spurs. <laughs> Boys, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Say it, Rick. Come on, you Spurs. Actually, no, no, Rick, Rick can you uh, sing us out? <clears throat> Away. No, because you're you're either going to cut it, you've cut it. Yeah. I'm, or, not gonna, I'm not going to yeah. cut. I'm not going to cut. Yeah, he did. I tried to say an emotional no, no. thing about my dog last time, and he cut me off. Yeah, yeah I apologise. No, I, I did actually send you a message saying I apologise for doing yeah. that. I just saw. Sometimes you just see the moment. You got you got to go for it, even if you're, you know, in this instance, I was incorrect to do that and, and offensive. It was offensive for me to do it, but I won't <laughs> cut Ricky off from singing the way of the major right now. <laughs> So, Absolutely not. I don't even know the words to it. I, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll do it together. No, absolutely not. I, I've got a, a horrendous singing voice. What not? It doesn't not. matter. Away. <laughs> sing it with me, Rick. Away. No way. Sing it. Sing it. Away. <laughs> Just sing it with me. What difference is it, mate? You're not gonna, I love the way you're coaxing me into to singing it low to the hub, so bit. I'll just come in. Away in the manger. <laughs> Come on, Rick, keep, keep going. <laughs> no, no way. for a bed. The little <laughs> Lord Jesus sat up and he said, We ate our snow and we ate our snow. We ate our snow. <laughs> Merry oh. Christmas, everyone. Ta da. Network.